Blog Talk Radio. Welcome to the show tonight, our Thursday night Survivor show. If you guys have a question on Survivor, you guys can call in um, 347-237-5506. Let's have a great show, guys. Welcome, Survivor fans. This is the Red Reality Show Network. We connect you to the reality stars you love. I'm Cherry Garcia. It's March 16th, 2017, and it's time for Mike on the Mic with host Mike Albright, the number one Survivor fan in the world. He's currently met 468 Survivor alumni. Tonight, he has a wonderful guest joining him. From Survivor Cook Islands, Christina Correa will be here with Mike to recap last night's episode of Survivor Game Changers. And they will catch up with um, everything that happened last night and... We'll find out um, what Christina has been up to lately, too. And as always, fans are welcome to participate in our shows. So if you have a question or just want to add your opinion to the topic they're chatting about, call in and talk to Mike and Christina at 1-347-237-5506. And once you're on our switchboard, please remember to press the number one key on your phone. That lets us know that you're ready to join us on air and you're not just listening to Mike on the mic from our switchboard while driving home or cooking dinner or whatever it is that's keeping you from being here with us live in our chat room. So with all that said, let's bring up our host and get him on Mike on the mic. So here we go, folks. They have volunteered to be marooned for 39 days. This is their story. This is Survivor. How did you get? We actually, uh, well, good evening. We actually didn't have much snow here in southwest Ohio. I think we only had like an inch or two, really. It wasn't that bad, and it actually melted the next day, and there were some more flurries. I think we made out a lot better than some other people. What was it like where you are? We didn't really get any. We got a few inches of snow like the day before, but... It went away, you know, it melted right away. Um, 
we're gradually getting warmer each day now. So we're supposed to be up to 70 by Monday. I'm uh I'm hoping for weather like that soon. We had a balmy 40 here. I almost grabbed a tank top because I was I I tried to do that seven miles of walking and last night I just didn't make it. I was uh, watching the show with my fiance Isabel and my dad and brother uh, at his at my dad's house. So it was fun to watch with them. But uh, yeah, I only got a little under three miles in, and tonight uh, I'm not my my goal yet, and I probably won't finish up till late tonight. So. <laughs> Well, I'm glad that the the storm didn't hit you bad. I know it it hit some some people really bad, and other cities that they thought were going to get hit didn't get nearly as bad as they predicted. And it appears that the weather uh, center knew that, but didn't change their forecast. So that's kind of odd. That's weird. I wonder why they did that. So, yeah, it's got to be hard to predict that. And they were talking about that bad weather for like a week and a half. And I was so like, they just would. And I was like, I think this might not be that big of a deal. And for some people, it was still a big deal. But right here, it was it was barely an issue at all. I mean, it's been really cold and windy. That's been terrible. But this week's spring break on campus. So there's hardly anyone here. And it's really cold. So it's kind of hard to walk around, but I, I've been doing my best, for sure. Well, as long as you stay healthy. Yeah, I just sick. kicked a cold and uh, a little plugged in Mucinex. It's been working pretty well. It's uh, Usually I have a cold for a while, but last time I was sick coming back from Costa Rica, my office manager recommended Mucinex, and I got some of that, and I'm not completely rid of my sickness, but I feel a lot better than normally when I'm sick, so that's that's a good thing. Yeah, that's one of the best things you can take, especially if you have stuff in your lungs, you know, it gets all that stuff out of there, so definitely one of the best things you can take. Yep, and this, there's been some funky stuff floating around, uh, at least our area, so I don't know if it's the same over there, just really bad flu, a lot of people, a lot of people have had, you know, real rough spells, and I... It, for as not a bad a winter we've had, I was kind of surprised how sick everyone's been. So, I know my mom has had it. It's gone. You know, she's in one of those assisted living facilities, and it's just ran its course through everybody there. You know, anytime you have a facility like that where you know there's close living quarters, once a few people get it, it just you know the whole place gets it, and I just felt so sorry for them. It seems like. You know, they're older, and it's harder on them. And it's put, yeah. you know, a few of them in the hospital for a long time. And I felt really bad for them. Um, it's been really, you know, a lot harder on them. And, and uh, my mom's been sick for quite some time, but she's finally getting over it. And hopefully the spring weather will break now and people will start getting healthier and be able to get out and get some fresh air and, get past all this stuff. So how did you like the episode last night? It was it was a little weird not being at a, at a survivor's house, not full of a whole bunch of people. It was nice to at least watch with three other people, because I'm used to just watching the show either with myself or with Isabel just taking notes. So, you know, that was fun to watch it with some family. But it was, you know, it was all the excitement of the first week, and everyone's talking about the 500 episode, and the 501st episode, and this was the 502nd. It was... You know, <laughs> overall, it was not as probably not as eventful as last week for sure. But I, I like there was a lot going on, and it was one of the few times I can think of where they 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 did the previously on Survivor, and they didn't even go back to the camp after you know Tony's vote out. It was just immediately on you know the beach with the tribe showing up, and and I'm spoiler free. I knew about. Some of what was happening in the episode overall, like with the the goat the goat stuff, I kind of hinted at before, but uh, I was not I didn't have any spoilers about the going to three tribes. It was just a hunch, plus the clue they showed, you know, somebody was going to try to find an idol at the challenge that was in green. So I'm like, wait a minute, we've got a blue tribe, Nuku, and then we've got a red tribe, Mana. And why is this picture in green? So I kind of thought of that earlier, and. Uh, 
walked right into a swap, and that was put some people in some bad situations. Several people, you know, were two by themselves, you know, Haley and Caleb, and then, you know, Troy's in was the odd man out in his group. But, and, uh, and I think JT also was, you know, separated as well. And I thought they each tried to handle it as well as they could. What was your take on the going to, do you like three tribes? Do you prefer two tribes? What, what do you, what's your preference, Sherry? Well, I don't know. Um, I kind of, I don't know. It it differs. You know, sometimes I like the three tribes. Other times I like the two tribes. Um, with two tribes, you have more people. And so there's a lot more possibility for drama because you have more more personalities to clash with each other, you know? Mm-hmm. Um, but when you break it down to three tribes, then you have the the tribes that can battle each other, you know? Um, so I don't know. It's, I like a little bit about each, each one of the situations. Um, yeah, I, yeah, I, I agree with you. I see pros and cons of both. I think sometimes when there's three tribes, it's a little hard to give everyone some enough time. It's a little easier when there's only two, but when you're doing the three tribes, and some of these people we're just not getting to hear from much at all. Plus, but the good thing is with, you know, there's a more of a likelihood um, of ties. I think so. I think that's why they like it. Smaller groups more likely to be some kind of a weird. Weird thing like that. So, I hold on. I'm messaging our guest because she was, uh, she's, she's, she. It's been an interesting week booking, Sherry, for sure. We, well, you, we know some of that. And our guest is, uh, as of an appointment, they're trying to get out of and work through, and they're still at it. So I, you know, told her she's more than welcome to come in later if she needs to. So I'm just going to convey that again. But we may lose our guest. So. I'm going to try to keep talking about the episode and respond to respond to our guests too while she's in the waiting room. But um yeah, I, overall who which group with the new shakeups with who's on which tribes, you know, which tribe is there a tribe you liked more or less than the other ones or what's your take on them? They seem relatively balanced for a quote unquote randomized tribe. So with the two new groups, we've got the new Mana, the new Nuku and then uh, this new this new group, the um, Tavua tribe. Which uh, which one are you liking? Is there one you like more or like less? What's your feeling on that? I don't know. Um, There's some there's there's people in each one of the tribes that I like, you know. They're so spread out right now. It's it's hard for me. Um because I like somebody in each one of the tribes. And I don't know if I can pick an absolute tribe to to stick with right now. Yeah. Yeah, I think they're. Yeah, I, I would. When I look at them too, there's not one that just rises to the top. Like, you know. Now, in general, there wasn't the Mana Tribe who uh, ended up not coming through at the at the challenge. Looking at that group, they're they're all people. I mean, you know, Sherry. I've met everyone in this cast. I. I I have a good rapport with them. They're good people. Even if I didn't like certain things they've done on social media or, or whatever, they have a bad rep. Like even Brad Culpepper just did, doesn't have a good, you know, not everyone likes him, his intensity and his season and it's kind of the blowout of kind of his reaction to other people. But I, you know, I care about everyone, but the Mana tribe for me was the one I was just like, eh, kind of like, uh, okay. I, you know, it was the one group that was like, it's got, the restructuring of the group. It has Caleb, who we still haven't gotten to see much 
of how his strategy side is because he, he did go to tribal council three times this season. But um, and then we've got Brad who switched over from the Naku tribe, and Haley who you know when you're looking at resumes for game changers, no offense to the cast, but you know Haley wasn't you know the strongest player. And then you get Sierra who is in the same boat for me. Uh, I love her to death, but. It's kind of like really understand they say, why they, those two were there. Yeah, it's like when they say Candace is a hero and Danielle is a villain and heroes versus villains. Like why? And I know kind of a backstory on why. Then you get Ty, who we both love to death, and Ty is a heck of a guy. He's given me honey. He's given me a shirt, and I want to watch his growth and development. So he's probably my favorite out there. And Debbie. I think she's really annoying on TV, but in person she was phenomenal. She wanted a picture with all the fans. She was signing us autographs and wanted our autographs. So I, I really dig her, and I think she's cool. But out there, I, she's just not my favorite person to watch play. So this Mana group. I think people general, underestimate Debbie because she is weird, you know. Oh, and I like weird, but I'm a very weird person. So I, I don't know if it's just a weird thing. I just think it's her own hype on herself a little bit. I, I think she's. I think she thinks she's better than she is. This is my take on it, but I don't know. <laughs> but I don't know. I well, think she's one of the most interesting people for sure. You have to have confidence, and she's, you know, if she isn't gonna, you know, root for herself and believe in herself, nobody's going to. So she's got to pump up herself. Oh, she um, can. I think she's a strong woman. She's done some amazing things. I think I, I love to see her LinkedIn page because she's done everything. So I, I think she's. I a, I'm she's, a fan of the group. She's. That's my least favorite group. It's not like you know I hate Debbie. It's just like oh, this is. I guess if I had to say my least favorite group, it's Mana, the new Mana. <laughs> yeah, I can see that. You know, it. It definitely has some of the the players that I I wouldn't. I don't even understand why they're there. Or I yeah, wouldn't agree with the reasoning. I think CBS kind of got stuck in a pickle where there's people they wanted to have. You know, there there's some speculated people that were in this in this cast that for whatever reason, you know, initial the initial information I was made aware of, there were supposed to be uh, three or six winners, six jury, and six pre-jury, and then some people. So you know, things happen with a medical thing, and then one other one other winner couldn't go, and another one had something come up. So I think there's some really, really good game players that couldn't get in here. I think there's a lot of great characters here, but when you when you look at some of the resumes, not everyone made a game-changing move. And then you know, Jeff's whole argument of, well, they were they where they had a plan to make a move, and I'm like, what kind of, you know funky you know hype is that like well they were gonna make a move like or they had an idea to make a move well which player (laughs) has never done that like even bb probably talked to somebody about strategy before he washed his shirt in the drinking pot and got in a fight (laughs) with everybody and wanted to be you know removed from the game and they basically voted him out because he wanted him to do it i mean I don't know. I, I, I like these people. They're cool. You know, Haley was extremely nice when she saw me in December. Couldn't believe when she had met me, I was in over 500 pounds. And Sierra, just the same way, I've, you know, hung out with her at different charity events at White Castle, just running around acting like idiots. So, you know, she saw me and was so excited when I had only lost like 100 pounds. She almost ripped out my stitches on my incisions when I was at the finale a year Aww. ago. So I, I love them to death, but it's just like, what? Why are they there? And then Mana just the new Mana. And the one of the Haley said happened, she didn't understand why she was there, though. You know, out of her and own that's mouth. You, and that's where you got to be like, well, Haley, we agree. But I think she's cool. She's interesting. I like. She's smart. And one of the things is I don't. And I guess they like her because she has. Everyone has like a unique voice. That's why I think I'd be neat on the show because I have a weird sounding voice. I think sounds like Kermit. But, you know, Haley just has that weird way she speaks. But Brad called her that budding attorney because they're both – I think Brad's an attorney too, isn't he, if I remember mm-hmm. correctly? Yeah, so yeah. he identified quickly how smart she was. And I think having four co-wrong people together, it was a smart move to sever, you know. You know, I'm kind of putting the card before the horse again because I'm pretty sure we're not going to have a guest. But uh, Oh, she isn't going to be able to make it? 
Yes, I just said she was messaging me that she's at the doctors and trying to go in for next week. So both of our intended guests, you know, one had to reschedule Tuesday, and he's hopefully on for next week. Because and of his, she's his saying, dad called him in. So we're it's all good. We're gonna make it work and we're gonna hopefully see them both next week. I've got some stuff lined up for you know, one of the most intriguing players that I I cannot believe that they're still here after three episodes. When two of the three times she was at tribal council. Uh, I know that the tribe was successful, but how is Sandra Diaz Twine still in this show going into episode four. What do you think of that, Sherry? Like, how how is this happening? How did this happen? What what's going on? So, what do you think of this? Well, like I said last week, if I was out there, her. She would be my first one I would be going for because, you know, she's already won twice. And mm-hmm. if you saw her with the goats, you saw exactly how heartless she can be. Mm-hmm. I mean, she can be heartless. She could cut a baby a baby goat from its mama and not think twice. Yeah. And I I mean the rest of them, even the guys, weren't gonna be able to do it. But Sandra could. And that shows that and I and what I simultaneously am amazed by her as a just how cutthroat she can be like I there's a part of me because I'm I think I'm such a multi-layered person that I can really appreciate Sandra not caring what America thought not caring what the other five tribe members think you know they're malnourished she's hungry and she made a valid point that in cultures around the world you know they they eat goats I don't know if they eat baby goats or mama goats in the scenario there is what it is but you know, they've eaten chickens on Survivor. They've eaten fish, sharks, pigs, um, plant life. So, you know, why would this necessarily have a higher value? Now, I'm, and I also, I'm, a, I'm an animal lover, Sherry. I don't see, I can understand fully why they don't want to do it. I, I don't think I would have been able to do that out there. Maybe on like day 39, if it was a season like Fiji, like the original, where there's, you know, somebody like Mookie who hadn't had a reward the entire time. But this is only day, was that like day seven, I think, or day eight? Like, I can see the layers of why they're yeah, all going to have, catch it. They have those chickens there. You know, they have fishing equipment. They're yep. not malnourished yet, you know. Yeah, yeah, that's what, I, that's what I'm saying. So, uh, yeah, I can see why JT had trouble with that and, you know. Wait a minute. Am I mixing up what happened? Was that before they swapped? Sorry. No, I got it right. I was just, my notes are wrong on, I guess my notes are wrong on who's on the tribe. Because I thought, is Malcolm's on the new Nuku tribe, isn't he? I just need my, I think my notes are off slightly. Sorry, I need to jump back over, so. JT, JT, Jeff. Yeah, sorry, Sherry, my note had some people inverted. I I guess I can't watch TV at my dad's house and take notes and rewatch it and still <laughs> jack up who's on the Nuku tribe. Yeah, because I have a note of some people on this tribe, and I um. Well, wait a minute. Okay, so it's Aubrey, Michaela, JT, Sandra. Okay, so it's Malcolm. Malcolm's on that tribe, and Sarah's on the other tribe. I just made one mistake. I have Malcolm double listed or listed the wrong way. I was, yeah, because when you think of like cutthroat people, you know, like Jeff Varner, he's the one that got Alicia and Kimmy getting in a fight, and he watched Scoop and Slaughter a Pig, which he had an issue with then. You know, Malcolm, 
you know, Malcolm's a pretty intense player. He's, you know, he's he's a younger guy. I, I didn't think he'd have an initial issue. JT's a, you know, a farm guy from he's a country like, boy. Yeah. Yeah. So I was like, um, Aubrey. I would think Aubrey might be skittish with that. You know, even though she talked about dysentery on the Oregon Trail, I don't think they were eating goats there. And Michaela is, you know, was pretty tough too. So I think Michaela, but it might have been a maybe. But she was even the light. She's like, I can't believe how, you know, cutthroat Sandra is. And I, I think this issue is going to resurface. But I had heard about this earlier that this is a pretty big point of uh, contention. And I think it's going to come back again. I think they're going to either get hungry or there's going to be a new incarnation of people. So I think this is going to. Resonate. Now, uh, what do you think thing, would have happened had had it been that the uh, I can't say this name Tavua tried with Andrew, yeah, Sari and Ozzy and Troy, Zan and Zeke and them. Do you think they would have killed the goats? I'm not sure. I'm on. I'm certain. I'm almost certain that Mana wouldn't because I don't think Ty Ty would have had enough exertion over that with Debbie and Caleb, and I think Culpepper would have listened to him, and Haley probably wouldn't want to. And Sierra Sierra works with uh, rope and cattle, so maybe they would have an issue, but uh, Tavua? I don't think Troyzan... Troyzan has animals, so he has, like, doesn't he have monkeys? I think he... That was in his Survivor video. I don't think... I think Sri might have been similar to Sandra, if I think about it. I think... I think Sri would have had a big time actually participating in the killing, but I think she might have been like in Sandra's mindset of, you know, we could eat it. Troy Zan, with his animal love that I know, that sounded inappropriate, but, you know, he has <laughs> exotic animals. And I wouldn't really call a goat exotic, but it's not like a cat or a dog. Zeke, I just think Zeke to me feels like, He's a little too progressive. I don't know if he'd be down with that. Maybe if it was just like a like a male goat or like not not a mama with a baby. Andrea, I don't know. I don't think Tavua would have either. I think with the scenario, I don't think anyone would. Now, if this wasn't on TV, I think some of these people might have had a different reaction. You know, I think that many of them were aware that 10 million people were going to be watching this later. Was I think that was a factor because the cast talk a lot about having that disassociation, not not thinking about the camera people and the producers and all that. But I think in the back of their mind, a mom, a little baby goat and then the mom goat is just different than, like, the shark that got killed by Tom Westman or the pig that Scoopin killed. Like, there was no baby pig with that other pig. You know, there was no baby shark. There's not little uh, chicks running around with the different chickens and roosters that have been killed throughout the show. So I think that makes a difference. You know, I know on day seven, I don't think I would have killed him. Now I might've talked about it just to kind of gauge other people's reactions. Cause I'm kind of the person that likes to see how people think, but you know, day 27, maybe it'd be different for me or day 37. If we, I had been somebody that hadn't gotten any rewards. So that's just my, my perspective on that. So what do you think? Do you think Tavua would have? What do you think they would have uh, killed the goat, the Tavua tribe or Mana? I don't think so. I don't think so. I don't. I don't think anybody would have actually killed that Mama and her baby. What did you think about the um, the reaction when? <clears throat> let me get my tribe names right. Um, Nuku arrived at their, well, the Nuku tribe arrived at the new um, site, and Malcolm was was talking about how the place was so different. All the decoration, then we find out Brad Culpepper yeah. is a big antiquer and he's an interior decorator. And I, I was like, where was that stuff? Where'd they find that? Like, did they get that off the boat? Did for some reason they bring big glass balls off that that big that boat they had? Like, 
Where were those? What I think it's kind of neat. It reminds me of like older seasons when you think of like Borneo. They had like that big that weird tarp and like you know Rudy's Rowdy Diner. The sign that what was it? I think uh, Sue knitted for Rudy or somebody knitted for Rudy that they that they hung up. It was kind of neat. It was something we don't really hadn't seen before because I think it's so much strategy, 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 idol challenge, idol strategy, idol. And there's not some of that stuff. So I thought it was interesting. I, when I, I didn't notice it the first two episodes, did you notice any? I don't remember noticing that before. Now, Malcolm says the tree have the trees have balls. <laughs> yeah, that was a, that was a fun line. The, the trees did have balls, yeah. And, and then Culpepper had more, like when he, when he got reassigned to uh, Mana, He's like, hey, I'm going to decorate. And I'm like, where do you find more balls? Like, where, what? They got the, yeah, the where art department just from? have a closet laying around? Or? <laughs> yeah. I, I don't know. That was, that was pretty wild. And JT plotting to um, instantly, he came up with this plan to take everybody out snorkeling. Yes. And and get them to, you know, be a half mile out in the ocean so he could swim back and go searching for the idol. And he got them out there and perfect opportunity pops up, you know, somebody needs a pair of pliers and he's like, I'll go get them. And he swims back to to their um camp. And he's gone forever. Yep. And everybody out in the ocean is sitting there on his, his raft, and they all know by now that he's looking for an idol. They know. <laughs> yep. But, and he knows they know by then because he's been there for so long, but he, you know, he knows that he's got to do, you know, he's got to find it because he's left them out there so long. Yeah, I thought it was, it was just, a, I thought it was great strategy from a winner that dominated his season. And I thought, you know, he's on he's the odd man out, but he's thinking of how to, you know, make make it work and survive. And I I, I really appreciated that. And I think he wasn't even he was trying to look as quickly as he can. But Malcolm and you know who else Jeff and they're all like and Aubrey immediately like, hey, what's going on? What's taking so long? I'm like these they're a very sharp bunch. That's the you know, despite he never the resume coming in, huh? He never did find one, though. He hasn't yet, so or we haven't seen that he's found one. So I'm not sure what's going to happen with the tribe switch. Were there any matchups that didn't come together that you were looking for? Anything that you would have been like, oh, it would have been interesting if these people would have been together? Because I'm kind of curious how they'd react to each other. Were there any? Matchups like that, you're you were looking forward to, like when they've battled before, or like just interesting combinations that we haven't seen with the tribes. Um, I not care. Because there's a good spread of people from different seasons now. There's only a few people left that have played each, with each other before. We've got the three co-wrong people left, so Debbie and Ty. Um, you know, Aubrey's there, too, from that same era, but she's on a different tribe. Zeke and Michaela are on different groups, and then Ozzy and Sari. So I think, I guess there's not any, like, game history with these people. So that that's interesting. And I thought it was... You know, Sierra was pretty savvy to say with Haley, like, we have no relationship even though we were on the same season. And from being at events, like, Haley, I've never seen her at an event. Sierra does more. You know, they were blue-collar and no-collar. So, yeah, I'm I'm not curious. The biggest thing that would have been interesting is if Suri and Sandra would have been on the same group. I guess that's the only real intangible matchup that we, we didn't get to see. 
I felt bad for Ozzy that he he didn't get away from Suri. <laughs> But I think they're uh, they were uh, friendlier than they've been, and I think there's some mutual wanting to work with each other. So that could be helpful for Ozzy. So he's not, you know, Sri's voted out Ozzy. You know, Ozzy's gone to the end and lost to Yule, and he's also come, you know, South Pacific. You know, he battled in and was a huge threat, and had to go back through Redemption Island a bunch. So I mean, and Ozzy, it was good. He made a point that. You know, he's a veteran. He's been there 115 days, and he's definitely trying to learn from his experience. I don't think he's ever going to be very uh, strategic necessarily. I think he's trying to be better socially. He'll always be tough in challenges. He's like a dolphin and a monkey mixed together. So he's good. He's got great agility. He's good at swimming. He's just a good all-around challenge guy. I don't think he's extremely good at puzzles. I mean, he did well in Cook Islands on some of those, but I don't know. I think that would have been the, the hypothetical. I'm lucky. I'm really glad that one tribe didn't have Malcolm, Ozzy, Sierra, or uh, Suri and Sandra. I think if all those people would have been on one tribe, I think it would have been great TV. But I want them all here longer, so I'm glad that I'm glad that did not happen. With uh, all right, I was. Oh, go ahead. Sorry. Go ahead. Go ahead. Uh, I was just uh, Troy Zan was odd man out on Tavua, and Andrea, you know, was friendly to him, but he pretty much knew what was going on. And lo and behold, he finds that bottle on the beach, and it's a uh, having to find something that's a challenge. And luckily, his tribe finished in the top two groups, and didn't have to go to tribal council. And he positioned himself around. And Isabel mentioned like he. Uh, it took him two tries. He had to bend over, and he was trying to get that thing off. And I, that'd be really tricky to pull off in the middle of a challenge. I think when people do that, like Kelly Wentworth did that, and now he has, and I think I think one other person might have. That's just savvy. And he went with the the now trend of you stick an idol in your crotch. So uh, I like that. Yeah, he, did you he like was that pretty challenge? savvy about it. Yeah. Yeah, it was great. I would like to see Michaela and Aubrey team up together because I think Aubrey is very strategic and I think she would be able to calm Michaela down a bit in those times when Michaela wants to you know, let her personality out too much. Um, Mm -hmm. If she had Aubrey by her side and Aubrey was able to sort of, you know, calm her in a way, I think they would make a really good team. I like them. I think they're a good combo. Uh, When you look at the entire Nuku tribe, like I was trying to tell you before, I would say Nuku overall would be uh, – there's no one on there I don't really like as a player and want to watch. I think Michaela, I didn't – I thought Michaela was good in her season. I thought she kind of overplayed her hand in the challenges and strategically. But that group, Nuku, I'd hate – going for them to go to tribal, somebody I really care about would go home. Because uh, of the three tribes, yeah, they're – Michaela, Aubrey was my favorite in her season. I wanted her to win. Sandra's always been a great player. And uh, Varner, I was wanting him back a long time ago. He was in the mix for All-Stars, and we finally get to see him I in Cambodia not too early. And then Malcolm is somebody that, you know, had to do the back-to-back seasons. I think he's a great character. And I think he's he's got – I forgot, he's a great confessionalist. He's got a good head on his shoulders. He's kind of – he's all of the elements of Ozzy with more of a social – acumen and a strategic acumen like I, I can see him just interact with people better I think he's identified as a threat just as fast and he should be but I think he's much more savvier so that tribe is just I don't want to see him go there unless JT's got an idol and can wheel his magic do you think he's going to be able to sway the people that was in the promo that he's trying to I think mount mount something 
there? Do you think he has a chance to mix it up? And who do you think he's going to want to target? Do you think he's going to go for the other winner and Sandra? Possibly. Maybe he's, even probably. <laughs> okay. Because he's, uh, he's the only one that wasn't on that same group, so he is odd man out. And I guess if you were there, Sherry, and say you were going to replace yourself with somebody on Nuku, would you want JT out of your way or Sandra out of your way? Sandra. Sandra. I I would agree. The reason I wasn't friends with her for over three years was I voted her out of an online game for a thousand bucks. So she's she's a force to be reckoned with, and uh, she's she's very strong. And the longer she's there, the more powerful she gets. So so going into next episode from each tribe, who do you think has the Least amount, the least likelihood of getting voted out, and the most likelihood of getting voted out from each of the three groups. Oh my! I would say on Nuku. Most likely is either Sandra or JT. Okay. On Mana, um, I would say Hallie is probably next to go. Okay. And Tavua, um, Either Suri or Troyzan. I'll um, I think I'll agree with you on Naku for sure. I think that they'll. I think if JT can swing it, maybe not even with an idol, he might be able to convince them that Sandra they don't need, especially if they have to go back because of some mistake she makes. For for uh, Mana, yeah. I think they're going to see her as the odd woman out still. I think Brad's going to stay with Ty and Debbie and Sierra and and Hallie. I think, yeah, I think if they go, Hallie's going to, she should go because she's the only one that's not been with them. And then they're going to probably dogpile on Troyzan, and I think if he's smart, he's the kind of player that's going to probably want to go battle Ozzy and be – Wanted to think he can beat him in a challenge and not have to worry about him strategically. So I, I would agree he'd probably want to take out Sari. So I think we're, I think we're on the similar page or almost the same page on that. With the the twist they talked about in the promo for next time on Survivor, it's not the first two are safe. It's only one tribe that's safe. So. If you had to go to Las Vegas and bet some money, which which of these three groups do you think is going to win next week, and which two do you think are going to go to Tribal? Well, I'm hoping I think it would be interesting, at least, good TV to see Nuku and Tavua go to travel together. I would, that would be, yep. Get rid of some people we like, but I think, I think you're right. I think that'd be the most interesting by far. There's a lot of drama there and a lot of big personalities, and it's less obvious because even though JT's, I think if Sandra, you know, they Sandra didn't really do well in either of the two challenges, 
or yeah, two challenges. And then the other, the one she was there, you know, they they didn't they didn't lose, but they didn't you know do anything dramatically awesome. I uh, so yeah, I, I agree. I think those would be the best two to see, and I think that's. I don't know. I'm just not sure if Mana can win. You know, I have got a feeling if two tribes are going, I would bet that Mana's one of them. And I think I think between Nuku and Tavuo, one of them will probably prevail. I think Malcolm and Ozzy will pretty much carry their group, and I don't think there's a there's not a physical force because taking out Caleb, which they did, I. I don't know if it was just too many co-wrongs. He's too strong with Ty, you know, and, you know, Caleb wasn't my favorite person in this cast by any means, but I think at this juncture, I think I would have gotten rid of Haley, even though there was all the, the connections they had there. That's just where I'm at. And I know you're more team Caleb. So what would you think of the tribal council? I, I hated to see Caleb go. I mean I really wanted to see him I wouldn't have minded seeing him in the finals. I really think he's a great guy and I you know, I know that they feel like him and Ty are, you know, a a pair and you gotta split that up but to me, I would have, and I don't know. I love Ty, but to me, it would have it would have made more sense to get rid of Ty and keep the the team stronger. I know you you love Ty, and I do too. I love his his heart. I love his love for animals. I love you know his love for other humans. I love just the way he is, his, you know, he's just got a wonderful heart. But in the game of Survivor, why why did they go after Caleb instead of Ty? I mean, Ty isn't all that great at challenges. He's not good at challenges. He's not very – I don't think he's very social or strategic either. I think he's a good guy, Ty, but, you know, I think that's the reason. I think Caleb is – was too strong, and they're already worried about when that happens. He, he's a little strategic, and he's social. And he was there worried he's connected to Ty. So I think, I don't know, and I think Culpepper wants to work with Ty because I think he thinks he can beat him. So I, I think that's what happened to poor Caleb is he was just too big of a threat. I liked that he got to at least go to tribal council once, so that's that. that's a good thing. Poor Caleb has this day nine curse on him now, you know. <laughs> the last That's time it was day nine yeah, when he was yeah. carried out. And now he's, you know, voted out day nine on game changers. It's like, this just isn't right. <laughs> yeah, I don't. It's kind of weird. I don't have to check the stats. I'm not sure of people that have played multiple seasons besides Francesca. I'll have to look at the stats and get back to you for, for next week's episode. But uh, of people that have only played or have played multiple seasons, I'm not sure if this is a is a stat here that there may only be a few people that have played the same amount of days. I'll have to look it up and see, you know, when people's boot episodes were. But the only one I can think of off the top of my head is Francesca. Same season, same same amount of time. Brad was the one that convinced Ty that it would be it would hurt his game if Caleb was there once the merge happened. And so it was Brad that actually flipped the game on Caleb and got Ty to vote Caleb out. It was a good move on Brad's account to get Ty to do that, and I think 
it showed Ty that I think it made Ty look as like a better player to do it. To be honest, he didn't, you know, make it a four-two vote, and no one else went along with it. And it was, you know, Haley was they were going to go for each other. I don't know. In my but, opinion, it made it, it to me. It made Ty look like he was easily. Um, swayed into things. Yeah, easily yeah. swayed and manipulated. Well, I think he did that in Co Wrong, so I think that's kind of his his thing. Is he's a people pleaser? Sometimes you got to make moves that you know people might not like, but they'll respect more at the end, and that's why Ty didn't do well in his season. He didn't get any votes, right? I'm pretty sure no votes at the end. Or if he got a vote, it was like a vote, so. Um, Let me check my notes and see if there's anything else interesting that we didn't specifically address, because I think, let's see. Yeah, we talked about Brad being an antiquer, and then there was some, some online chatter that, He's like, yeah, I decorate my own house. Like, and people are like, well, duh, why don't you? But I think people were saying just because he played in the NFL, you know, that people would think maybe he didn't. So I think it was interesting that he said he did decorate. I think it's also interesting. Have you heard about the controversy with Brad being out on a second season with his uh, disability issue and how people were upset about that? No. He's on disability, and there was – he went and did Blood versus Water, and now he's back again playing Survivor after almost two years. So it's just it's kind of interesting that if you're disabled or getting a disability check for being injured for the NFL, how can you be playing the most physical game around? Besides maybe like the Eco Challenge, like besides, it's just a interesting thing there. Um, we mentioned yeah, that's, Ozzy. Yeah. That's, a, that's a, a good argument there, you know. Why is he, why is he, you know, why is he doing it? Um, let's see. We got the injury of Troy. The puzzle on the, 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 the uh, Idol, the idol at the challenge. So we we covered that interesting challenge. I got the breakdown of the bucket brigade. We got the goat part. Um, oh, here's a hypothetical question. They got the, they got a tarp. That was a first place prize, and then they had comfort versus spices. What if you were there? What would you have advocated for between comfort and spices? Pillows or paprika? <laughs> um, I don't know. I probably would have went with the, the comfort as well. Okay. I don't know, though. The spices would have been hard to turn down. Yeah, I would agree, but yeah, the tarp was definitely, and I think if they had to pick, I think I would have picked tarp. If tarp wasn't just an automatic, I think I would have gone pillows, because I can't imagine what it's like to just sit in sand and on logs. There has to be, you know, need some comfort. You can't, like, lay on each other, because then you get a Ted Gandhi thing, so you need, need something else. Let me make sure I didn't miss anything else. Do, do, do. I liked how Debbie didn't just go with Korong and was going right at Caleb, so there's no pregame deal. But I think she sussed out Ty and Caleb, I would imagine, might have had a pregame thing because she seemed pretty adamant about breaking them up. Even though Ty didn't want to Get rid of Caleb. And I liked how he wanted to kiss him again. That was <laughs> my goodness, Ty. He reminded and me. And that may have did. had something to do with why Caleb got voted out because of that whole kiss scenario in, in the beginning of the show. You know, it just yeah. showed the 
the closeness they had in their friendship. And I think that scared people. Yep. And Caleb's tough, but I, I think, you know, he should, he's the kind of person for me would have been a, you know, merge boot, you know, utilize that physical strength. And then when it's going to be an individual portion, if we don't have a good alliance, then, you know, see you later. But, you know, since we're, since it's not merged yet, I definitely want him in there. Cause who's going to battle Ozzy and, uh, and Malcolm from that group? Like on paper, who who's left on Mana to go toe to toe with him? Like the only people left on that tribe are Debbie, Hallie, Ty, Brad, and Sierra. So if there's like one of those wrestling type challenges, who I I think I might send Sierra even over Culpepper. I don't know. What would, what would you do in some really physical? Activity for the on a mana who would go? On mana, let me go back up. Yeah, that's yeah the the new red tribe: Debbie, Hallie, Ty, Brad, and Sierra. Boy, that they don't have a lot of power in their tribe now. Yeah, that's what I'm saying. Like, they're going to have a rough go if they have any of those type of uh, challenges. Yeah, like physical pushing something around. Like, I don't, I don't know. That's why I, I would agree with you there at this juncture. For her gameplay and kind of her free agent kind of status, because she's kind of like Sierra, you know. I think I would have gotten Haley out, even though you know Kale's not my favorite. I would say, yeah, Haley, Haley out and keep his strength. And then if they happen to yeah. lose again, then maybe go for him. But you know, going for him when they did, just I don't think it makes much sense. It really doesn't. They've got a really weak team right now. So, with two tribes going, um, I think we're almost certain, unless, depending on the type of challenge, if it's a name, have more professions than anyone else, then they might be okay, or uh, make honey, or rip your crotch on a palm tree challenge, or get every <laughs> tribe to H challenge. It'll I don't know what these people are. Or something that, that they can do, you know, that anybody can do. Yeah. Maybe an endurance thing, maybe. If they're like, were the thing like that started on Vanuatu where you got to hold on to a pole, maybe Debbie Debbie and Ty can do that better than somebody else on the other tribes, maybe. Maybe something like that. We'll see. We'll see what happens. But, uh, yeah, I, um, I'm going to keep reaching out, and I... With uh, with Ryan O in out of the country, once he's back, I think we're going to get the Pearl Islands crew. Hopefully Sandra's still around. I didn't think she'd be around this long, but I'm going to try to get them as soon as possible, the Morgan, like a group of Morgans and a group of Drakes, so they can both critique Sandra, the greatest player of all time. And if you think of any cool combinations, I'm going to be reaching out to other people that played with the the uh, the people currently in the game, and get some interesting combinations. And I've also got people that played, Troy Zan played in Bob's event <clears throat> back two year, two summers ago. So I've got some people that played against Troy Zan that I might get in here, like Dr. Jill, and see if Jamie wants to come back. Hopefully, no one calls in and harasses him. But uh. We've got some cool shows lined up, so I don't know if anything else you need to plug for for uh, Manic Monday or anything. Oh, I did see The Amazing Race is coming back. That's pretty cool. Yes. And it may it may be the – I don't know if, if they're going to keep doing Amazing Races or if this is going to be their final uh, 
season. I'm not sure what's going on with the Amazing Race. I've got to find out what's going on with them. Yeah, I haven't I haven't heard anything definitive. I can try to ask around as well. I think it's unfortunate that they they won a lot of Emmys and their ratings have just not done well. I think putting them on Sunday where they were preempted didn't help. So maybe Thursday can help the show. But I think these last two twists may be kind of the problem, right? Didn't they do the internet stars and now they're doing people that don't even know each other? That just yeah, they're I, they're doing a season where they're teaming up people that don't know each other, and that's going to be that's going to be a tough race to play the, that game with people you don't know. It's hard enough to play with somebody you know well and you know can get through that that race with, but to do it with somebody yep. you don't even know, that's going to be tough. It's good for the drama, but uh, yeah, I don't know. Part of the fun of watching people is the good times and the bad times. So maybe, maybe some people make good bonds, but you know that's a <clears throat> extremely challenging show to do. And I like that Survivor; they don't know each other, and sometimes on Blood vs. Water they do. But the race, it's kind of fun seeing with people that know each other because you can really push somebody's buttons if you know who they are. You know, there's going to be some tanglements with people that don't know each other, but the, some of the best drama ever is people that know each other. What was that lady on season three, Flo, and uh, whoever she went with? She was real. There's just been some highly annoying, just like in any reality show, people on that. Yeah. I'm just <laughs> surprised. Yeah, it could be a very interesting season for them. I don't know if we'll be doing... I kind of doubt we're going to do an Amazing Race chat, um, our podcast this season. I don't know if Louie would want to come back again this season or not. Um, But I just don't know, health-wise, if I'm up to doing three shows a week again. So, Well, we can give it couple minutes on uh, this show if you want to maybe Michelle can cover it and that maybe that's how you can kind of cover some of it I don't know whatever you're comfortable right. with right. yeah that works Louie might call in on Mondays you know um, maybe cover a little bit of it on Monday Mondays late you know on Manic Mondays or something like that maybe that would work but Sundays are just very difficult for me anyway, and I just don't know that I'm going to start up another Sunday show. That That's all. It all makes sense. And if this is the last season, maybe it's a good send-off that just kind of let it go off in the sunset. I don't know. Yeah. Well, I'm sorry that we weren't able to get Christina in here. Um, unbeknownst to us, she had a doctor's appointment. And uh, couldn't quite make it, but both her and Papa Bear are planning to join us. So we will get them in here with us as soon as we possibly can. And I want to remind everybody to join us on Monday for the Manic Monday Show with Michelle Costa from Season 10 of Big Brother. I don't know exactly who our guest is going to be Monday, but she always has incredible guests. And I'm sure she will this Monday as well. So that show is at 7 p.m. Eastern, 6 p.m. Central, Manic Mondays with Michelle Costa. And I think we're about ready to wrap this show up. Do you have anything else, Mike, before we close? I do not. I just appreciate everyone's time and listen to this. And sorry we didn't have a guest, but they'll reschedule and we'll have some great shows this season, like always. Absolutely. All right. Well, like Mike said, thank you to those who are in our chat room. Thanks to those who are listening in podcasts later. We appreciate your time and listening to us. Here is Ron to close us out for the evening. Take care. Be kind to each other. Here's Ron. 
I want to finish off the show with a little music and say to all my listeners, thank you guys, and thank you all for coming in. bless you and thank you for listening to the show and it was a great one it's always a great show with Mike on the mic thank you so much Mike you're welcome and uh, have a good night you too we'll be back here next Thursday at 6pm Eastern 5pm Central for Mike and the Mike make sure you join us take care everybody God bless that's a wrap